This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, welcoming you to my independent travel podcast, bringing you the latest news on travelling, whether you're just dreaming of a great escape, looking forward to one, or actually away and having the time of your life, which I am, I guess, at the moment. I'm on a train that is going through the beautiful new forest in Hampshire and while dusk is certainly sidling up on the scenery it is a joy to be on a train and talking of trains well I wanted to talk about Great British Railways you may be aware that this organisation has decided that it needs to ask the public where it should put its headquarters and we can talk about that in just a moment but first of all I thought I should explain what Great British Railways actually is. Those of you who can remember back as far as the mid-90s, no I can't either, will recall that there was an organisation called British Rail and the idea was that it effectively owned all the infrastructure, the lines, the stations, the rolling stock as well and it organised the trains so that there was a hopefully half decent service. Well, in the mid-1990s, privatisation happened and everything split up. And what we had up until the start of the pandemic was a sort of slightly creaky system, but one which had kind of got run in. And this was the idea, as I drift across this beautiful heathland absolutely lovely it's the line i'm uh, just coming up to brockenhurst station which is really at the heart of the new forest anyway you have network rail which owns the infrastructure that's actually part of the department for transport and then you have lots of train operators running services and with the awards of franchises um, these haven't been always very successful and indeed we're on the second go of the East Coast Main Line being taken into private ownership and it seems to be working very well. As soon as the pandemic happened, everything went out of the window. All the plans that people had for uh, uh, revenue just were utterly shattered and the, part of the problem for the railways nowadays is of course that they really don't have any money and there's not well I'm just looking at this so where are we 20 past five um, important line between Bournemouth and Southampton and um, I think there's half a dozen people in this carriage so I told you I was approaching Brockenhurst, it's a really nice place if you want to uh, experience the um, beautiful 
new forest and right outside there's a place called the cycle experience and you can just go and rent a bike and off you go i think they even in these modern times have e-bikes anyway the franchise system was regarded as pretty useless had all kinds of anomalies and unexpected and unintended and unwelcome consequences and so the idea was well let's uh, uh, put a new system in place and that's what we've got with Great British Railways it's going to be part of the Department for Transport once again and unlike the current organisation whereby effectively the this Department for Transport This train is for Southampton Central the next station is Fury Road Unlike uh, the old system where the Department for Transport civil servants would actually assign franchises to the worthy winners, um, what they will be doing at Great British Railways is coordinating absolutely everything and also getting their, uh, getting other people to run it so that you will still see foreign organisations running the train but they will be doing exactly what the uh, people at Great British Railways tells them to do. So at the moment for instance I'm on the on Southwestern Railways now they got the uh, franchise in 2018 um, I believe uh, with um, quite a lot of uh, promises about what would happen um, sorry I think they actually started in 2017 uh, now I come to think about it but um, they pretty quickly realized that what they promised and what could be delivered not entirely because of their uh, their fault was um, uh, two rather separate things and so um, they have been effectively like everybody else in, in special measures um, it's owned 70% by the first group um, in Aberdeen and then 30% by MTR which runs the metro service in Hong Kong of all places so we're going to see a lot more of effectively what's happening at the moment they are being paid to run the trains uh, to a certain level. It's just like any other kind of outsourcing in any other industry, really. But the hope is that they will be able to deliver a better service and crucially improve the whole miserable business of the fares system, which is frankly a right old mess. Anyway, they also want to know where they should put their headquarters. Individual towns and cities being urged to bid. You've really got to have um, quite a lot of railway heritage and lots of connectivity. And so therefore I can reveal exclusively. Next stop is Bewley Road. Any passengers wanting to leave the train at Bewley Road must be in the front four coaches. I can reveal exclusively that the three likely finalists are going to be crew Darlington and Derby and actually it won't make that much difference who you vote for because the Transport Secretary Grant Shapps is going to decide the answer. Anyway that's all for now thank you very much for listening remember you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk do follow that up with forward slash newsletters to sign up for my weekly travel email which is free every Friday at 7am. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow when hopefully I will be more than at the end of my journey. Goodbye.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.